Okay, welcome back, everybody, to A Canuck and the Jersey Girl. This is Sheila and Maria, and we wouldn't be Bravo fans if we did not talk about the finale on Vanderpump um, a couple nights ago. I think we're both. I I felt so tired all day today, and I think emotionally, even though I'm not even part of it, it just feels like it's been a heavy week. What about you, Maria? Well, I think that a lot of people feel that, didn't it feel like we were in the room with them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was, it was <laughs> somebody wrote to me, one of my friends, it was the most real reality I have ever seen in my life. Like, it, right. like, yeah. like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time to be alive. I didn't even feel like at some points we should be there. I was like, am I like, like you know, like we literally were fly on the walls during that conversation. Right. And I was like, this is, yeah, this is weird to be here and seeing all of this raw emotion. And I had so many mixed feelings because I felt bad for both of them at different times. And I was just like, it's just, this is a lot, this is overload. I don't know which way my emotions are going in terms of this. And I just felt like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And it because it's not just one couple we're following, it's because they all have their own story and part in this. Mm-hmm. And it's just very overwhelming. It it's it was like oh, it was a curse and a blessing at the same time <laughs> after all this stuff happened with Vanderpump because it's a blessing that it gave us so much content and helped both of us grow our pages more. Yeah. But it is a curse because keeping up with everything is I feel like a zombie. And Every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm not going to look at Instagram. I'm going to, I end up looking at Instagram and then I end up seeing more stuff to share or I'll be listening to podcasts and I'm like, I can't not share this. And then I have to pause, record yeah. it, and then, you know, so it's, it's a lot. This is, this is like, I feel like I have a, a full-time job besides I, the side I work. Yeah. I totally agree. And I find too, like I get sucked in by comments sometimes because I'm like, well, wait a minute, this isn't what I meant or, you know what I mean? Or I do have empathy for certain people that maybe I'm not posting this way. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's really weird. We're sucked into this world and it feels, yeah, it's almost surreal. And it totally revamped Vanderpump. I mean, I remember during COVID, they were talking about shelving it indefinitely. And now, I mean, we I don't even think you could imagine that, right? Like, we have to- Wait, know. during COVID, they were just going to be done with Vanderpump? I thought so, yeah. They oh, I didn't that. remember that. Oh, you know what? I do remember that. That Because of everything that happened and they were firing people. Right. And they were like, we might not even bring it back at all. That's right. Yeah. And now well, it's like, what's going to happen next? Like, we have to know how this is all going to play out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know how it's going to play now. <laughs> I feel uh, like it's sensory overload. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. And the comments, it's funny, just in the past few hours, I got mostly positive feedback. I would say 90% positive feedback on the two. Uh, I posted two reels yesterday that were more looking at them as a couple rather than the scandal. And right. I was trying to like show like, you know, a real human situation that happens for many couples. And most people, I mean, liked it and were writing messages. And then today I started to get a few that were negative, but then other people in the comments were writing back saying, 
I bet you a ton of people feel exactly the way we do, but they're all afraid to say it because of this mob mentality. Just like somebody asked if I've been asked if I was Raquel, I've been asked if I was um, Danielle uh-huh. in some of my posts. And now I was asked if I was actually Tom Sandoval. Somebody thought I was actually Tom Sandoval. That's amazing. And I la- I laughed at it. I didn't get mad. I wrote and I wrote what I just said to you. But yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's so crazy. And it's so like people are so invested. And yeah, I, I do agree with you that there's starting to be kind of like this. What's the expression? Like the pendulum is swinging a little bit and people are starting to see that other side a little bit where it's less. um so much hatred for Tom and Raquel. And I honestly think, and I think we're going to get into this probably as one of our, our things we talk about today, but there were moments in that final, like I felt horrible when I saw how hurt Ariana was. Like it was gut-wrenching to watch. It was. But it was also gut-wrenching to watch Tom. And when I looked at Tom, I saw a broken man. I saw a man that like for all of his faults and all of the things that he's done wrong, is kind of lost too right now and you see the little boy in him yeah the lost little boy and we lost all little boy. have our inner child all of us a hundred percent a hundred percent and that's so My funny mom? That because oh. oh sorry when I when I got into therapy when I started therapy I mm-hmm. said I didn't want to work with kids because I was like you know what I have a five-year-old daughter that will be very triggering for me but when I meet with all of my supervisors I often talk to them about that and I say like the, the messed up thing is that you're always meeting with someone's inner child pretty much. So like you work with adults, but you're really dealing with all the stuff that's happened. Like my mom has, (laughs) yeah, my mom has always said to me since I was younger, Maria, adults are nothing but children in bigger bodies. We're still learning as we go, even us being older than you, like we're still, you know, she has always said that. Um, Yeah. So I just, yeah. 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 You hold on to that stuff. Yeah. And you, and I saw in Tom, like when I looked at him, I saw someone who was defeated. I saw someone who was tired, emotionally wrecked in a different way than maybe Ariana. And, you know, one comment that really stuck with me that I hated, um, and hate's a big word, but when Lala said that they were going to blow up the bar, like they were trying to blow up the bar or something like that, like she made a comment. And I'm just like, okay, like these are people's livelihoods. And I get that this is a horrible, horrible thing, but I felt like I was watching a funeral and somebody had died and I was like, okay, nobody has died here. It's awful. What has happened? But like you had said, this was a couple and we had talked about this before. This is a couple that had a lot of holes in their relationship leading up to Scandaval. Like, I don't think this was an overnight thing. Right. So I agree with you. But for a split second, when you said about it feeling like a funeral, I had flashes of of my past. And I feel like sometimes when you have something end so horribly and so abruptly, even if you had problems, it yeah. does feel like a funeral. Yeah. You, you are technically, they're not all going to be friends with him anymore. It is sort of mourning a funeral. But at the same time, I know what you're saying. Like they, they were acting as if they murdered people and they're going to jail and you know, like really what they did. So many people do in real life. Cheating is, is, you know, it's been going on for a very long time. And, um, 
it's really upset. And I, I think people look at my page and I've told you this, people have written to me. I hope this happens to you one day. I hope, you know, like if I do get a negative message and it's like, actually some of this stuff has happened to me, but I can look at it. Is objectively the right word? I don't even know if that's the right word. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I think we all do things wrong and we all do things right. You know, mm-hmm. and even though Tom is mostly wrong, he is mostly wrong. He is not all wrong. And I think he was so dismissive of Ariana's feelings because he was resentful at that because he got caught. He now has to take the blame for their relationship fail. Right. When had this not happened, it would have not played out that way. And I know he was a little calculated. I know that they were definitely he and Tom Schwartz. And Raquel were being very um, calculated. But I also think that um, Ariana, you know, she did she did things wrong. Like, I've seen so many episodes with her talking to him nasty. And this is going back four or five years ago. And some of it is under, you know, justified. But some of it is not justified. And men, I said this in one of our other episodes, they do not like being disrespected like that in front of other people. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, none of us like that. But Uh like, and I feel like he never really yelled back at her, right? He always just, did he? Or I don't know. Uh, No, I don't know. They had a funny dynamic. But remember they said too in this episode that they they really, really made that pact to not embarrass each other. And so I think that, you know, yeah, I think there were times in the past where there were some things that came up. I think she definitely was embarrassed by him in how he handled different situations where he stood up for other people. Um, That being said, I, that was kind of what always drew me to Tom because I did like that he stood up for the underdog. And I do think that inside of there, there is a good person and good people do bad things sometimes. And again, I'm not justifying it. But I also saw in that episode, and I know there's no right way to react to something like this. Like this was a horrible thing, and it, and you know all all kind of rules are off the table when something like this happens. That being said, when I saw <laughs> the way Ariana blew up at him, I was scared myself when I was watching it. I was like, shit, I would not want to piss her off. <laughs> so I don't think I asked you this. Um, I noticed it last night. Okay. He got so close to the TV to make my recording. In his conversation with Ariana, I did not notice it the first time. His one eye has scratches around it and is yellowy red, as if he was punched in the face and it was fading away. Gosh. And some, I noticed it. I didn't say anything. I didn't post it anywhere. Yeah. Somebody who watched my video. And my video was blurry because for whatever reason, the lighting, it wouldn't record what the TV actually looked like. But they said, wait, why does he have scratches on his eye? And I said, I know I noticed it, too. Um, And if you if you go back the next time you go back and rewatch this. Yeah. Look at his eye. Oh, man. I wonder if they had a physical fight, because remember, this was filmed on Tuesday. They she found out Wednesday night. Right. And they they were together. They were living in that house for all those days, even though they were. I'm sure they were fighting too. I wonder if she clocked him. Yeah, I I wonder that too. Now that you bring that up, like that's who else punched him? Well, he right, is. right. I mean, I don't know. And then honestly, 
I don't think he would make up that she said she would kill herself if they broke up. I think he probably shouldn't have said that publicly. Probably, yeah. But at this point, she's the one who let all this stuff she's the one who like went to the producers and showed them everything. And, and that's how the, the ball was rolling and his whole world blew up. So he probably figured at this point people. And again, I I feel like I have to keep saying this and we shouldn't explain ourselves because we're, we're entitled to our feelings, but I know that he, you know, was not innocent, but I just feel like he took the whole blame for all of this. And you know, I think he was resentful and I think he was like, well, I'm going to say what actually happened because because yeah. I look like this horrible guy. And he he's is in a sense, um, even Lisa Vanderpump said, you you did a bad thing, but you're not a bad person. I Just that that. People people are mad that she said that. I am glad she said that because yeah, because he he is someone's family. He is someone's you know, um, you know, he, he's not, I don't think he's all bad. Even the way Sheena was crying over him, that she was going to miss him because he, they had great times with him. Right. Also, did you catch Lisa saying in the one clip that she had heard from both Ariana and Tom, she said this in her interview, that that they were not doing good. And then here comes this beauty queen. Now, I also know that people were mad about that. A lot of people were mad about that, but that's probably the truth. Right. Right. Nobody wants to hear that. And just like people are saying, you know, that Raquel's not attractive and all these, these things. And although I can agree in this past season, she does have a very puffy face. I think that's because of all the drinking they're doing. Uh-huh. Um, but she is a pretty girl. Right. You and- know, people are attacking her looks and I don't know all of this is too much for me and one of my one of my high school friends she sent me um a reel in my personal Instagram and she said I just know that you really feel bad for Tom and I just need you to see this and it was all about narcissists how they don't feel empathy and all this stuff and I liked the post I agreed with every single thing on it but for some reason there is still a part of me that feels empathy Actually, I can't believe I'm saying this more now for Tom than I did for Raquel. My my opinion towards Raquel has changed since watching this past episode only because she showed no sorrow. She did not look sorry. She was actually laughing, which was shocking. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know always that she is fully on the same page as everybody else and what's happening. Um, I don't know what that is there. But I also think with Tom, I think he has narcissistic qualities. We've talked about that before. I don't think he's a full narcissist because I do think that he has the ability to care for other people. I do think that if he was a full narcissist, I don't think he would be crying. I do think he genuinely felt bad. And, you know, I it's interesting when these things kind of happen, because I really think that like when these things happen, it's horrible that they happen at all. But the reactions that people have around them are very telling of people's character and what they do in the aftermath. So as I said, I still feel like Ariana obviously is a victim in this, but I don't like how it got to the point where it was such hatred towards him 
and such hatred towards Raquel and the fact that she will no longer be welcome in Hollywood and all of these things. I mean, to me, again, and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that, but I feel like that's just really extreme. And it says a lot about different people's character that they're exiling them based on that. Now, I know emotions are raw. I get that. However, there was a lot of things that came to light in that episode about her knowing about the Miami girl, about, you know, different things that had happened. I mean, she hooked up with Lala. She also, um, you know, their relationship started on on the backs of Kristen and Tom's relationship. Mm -hmm. So there's that Mm -hmm. component of it too. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a mess. And I think Mm -hmm. that I liked that Lisa said, nobody in this group has had exemplary behavior right um Mm -hmm. and again getting back to it I know that they had this decade-long relationship but if it was as good as people are acting then there should have been no cheating ever ever because there's been multiple times there's been cheating and the other part is that it seems like everybody's carrying on with their lives now as though two months and that's all it took and like you were saying before like you had um you and your uh ex-fiance broke up four years I wasn't ago. engaged I wasn't okay. engaged so four years ago and it's still something that weighs on you right yeah you heard me though right I was not engaged yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay we just dated okay. um yeah it was four years ago this summer is when it officially ended and it felt like a death and it was something i I've said this to you privately and I don't, I'm not ashamed to say it publicly if people are listening, cause maybe they've gone through this. I did not want to wake up every single morning. I would wake up upset that I woke up and it feels like a death. And, um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Like why we were, why did, were we talking about my relationship? Well, we were talking about it because it seems like they've gotten over it fairly quickly. It oh, seems- right. And when you're that, yeah, I still, again, this is embarrassing. I still haven't dated. Now, part of that is because of COVID. Right. I would say two years of all of our lives were completely cut out. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the last two years of my 30s. So I came out of COVID as a 40-year-old. Um, hey, I'm there too. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm 41. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's shocking to me that she's just trotting around happy with someone. And it, to me, means that they were over a long time ago. I agree. Um, And yeah. And so, you know, and, but this is the thing too. People have pointed this out. Everybody handles things differently. There are some people who they, there's a saying to get over someone, you have to get under someone. Yeah. But I was (laughs) never like that. I was never like that. I feel too much. I, You know, um, and then, you know, what you were just saying in regard to that there should have been no cheating if, you know, if it was so great, that part is a little tricky for me because in my relationship, uh, I didn't have physical proof of cheating, but I know I knew multiple times that we got back together because he was the type that would just, I mean, wherever he went. And it didn't matter how attracted to me he was. It had nothing to do with me. It was just that he needed the constant. A lot of men are like this. They need the constant validation. And if you're not giving it to them, like Ariana wasn't giving it to Tom. And rightfully so. um, And I felt justified back then for me not, you know, I wouldn't want to have sex just like Ariana. 
Um, I just couldn't go there unless I was emotionally and mentally happy. But um, my point about the cheating thing is um, I feel like it, it made my heart sink a little because I would like to think that there was actual love there, even though there was cheating. And you're probably right. And I probably still have some more healing to do. But it's like a tough pill to swallow. I don't know. I think that there's different, there's different ways of being too, and different people and it takes all kinds Mm -hmm. or relationships. Um, I do think though, that to get back to that point that you had said about, you know, like a lot of men want to feel good and all of those things. I think that's true of most people though, too. Like, I think like we seek relationships that bring out the best in us. Right. And I think that when Tom and Ariana got together, they both felt like they were 10 feet tall and bulletproof. And then as time went on, you know, there were different qualities of themselves. I think they both mentioned this in separate um, interviews that, you know, at times they handled their, their issues that they had very differently. Like he went out, she stayed in, um, you know, and it, and I guess what he was seeking were those feelings to make him feel alive. And I'm sure she was too in different ways, but I think we all seek people that just make us feel good and bring out the best in us too. Right. And we all need something different men. If you're having sex with them and you're idolizing their, you know, them as a man, that is what they need. That's their, you know, their soul food, or I don't even know what to call it, but like, from a lot of women, I don't know about you, but I remember always thinking he's attracted to me, but does he realize what a good person I am? Does he care? Like I have so many great qualities better Mm -hmm. than my looks, I feel like. Um, And I think it's the same with Ariana. She felt very alone all the time. Um, With that said, I feel Ariana had a lot of her own problems right from the very beginning. If you remember when they first started dating, she was talking about her ex Uh and how she was ashamed of her like vagina. She was ashamed of because she was put down. And and, like, I feel like she went into that relationship very mentally unhealthy. Uh Um, Whereas I don't think I did with my last relationship. I hadn't dated anyone in a few years and I was actually really happy and then met, met him. And, you know, but I think Ariana, um, I don't know. I think that her depression is not her fault because it's dep- I get to I have depression too but I think that that really hurt their relationship as well right like her depression because in the beginning when you're in the honeymoon stage it's easy to block it out and let everything else come you know all the fun they were having all the sex they were having because I keep seeing replays of them talking about how amazing their sex life was in the beginning and that's like most couples like when you first start dating but the real her, the real true Ariana was this very depressed person. Uh-huh. And then it got worse and worse as the years went on. And some of it probably was because she was with Tom because of the things he was doing on his end. Right. Um, but then also all these tragedies that were happening. She had her dog die. And I also know what that's like to have your dog yeah. die. And, um, you know, yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, it's complicated. And there's so many different layers to this. Um, Mm -hmm. Can I go back to one more thing? You had mentioned that you don't think he's a full narcissist, because you can see that he, you know, and I, I agree with you. I think that's a very good point that he has narcissistic qualities, which I think all of us I read 
all of us have a little narcissism. A little narcissism is healthy. And then like he, he's obviously way more than a little. Um, But I just wanted to tell you that sometimes somebody could be crying and we think that they're remorseful, but they're actually crying for their own world collapsing, not because they feel bad about hurting other people. So it's really tricky with Tom because we really don't know what he's crying over. Is it because he now realizes, oh my God, I literally lost everything. You know? Could be, but then if you you flip that the other way too, like Mm -hmm. narcissists sometimes mask their their sense of self with, you know, this highly inflated ego. So the other side of that is he could have a very fragile sense of self. And that could be what Raquel was fulfilling for him is that he didn't feel good about himself. I remember in a couple interviews, he was talking about like, maybe I'm not washed up anymore. Maybe I'm not, you know, I have some years left in me and things like that. So what was his I mean, that could have been just to gain sympathy, like, you know, like he could have, his world was falling apart. Maybe he is feeling it because of that reason, but maybe he's also just feeling really bad about himself and looking for that validation as well. Like, I I think narcissists, it's tricky, right? Because it's kind of a spectrum of people that some of them are very like grandiose sense of self, but then some of them have very, very fragile senses of self. And that's why they can't you know, be around people who don't puff them up most of the time. I agree with everything you just said. This is, it's so intricate and so tricky, all of this. Yeah, yeah it is. It really is. And I feel mm-hmm. bad for everybody in it. I really do too. I really How do. Bad for Sheena? <laughs> she looked like she was a mess. Speaking of Sheena, that was on my little list of things to talk about. Okay. Is there anything else that you wanted to finish up in what we were just talking about? Or no? no, I think we're, I think we're okay there for me. Okay. anyways. So I thought it was in my head, but then I heard on a very, very popular Bravo podcast. It's called She Speaks Bravo. And I oh, listen yeah, to yeah. it occasionally. Her name is Emily. Yeah. So she and the girl that does the podcast with her, Pia, they both said that you could see that she, Sheena kept changing her story about what actually happened physically with Raquel that night. Yeah. Sheena, at first, I didn't know this. Did you know that originally she was like bragging to people and posting with a little punch thing that she hit Raquel and like it was. I do remember that. Yeah, I didn't know that she did that. Yeah, and and then they showed her in the one scene, and this is where I was like, wait a second. But again, I thought it was just me. But she was basically like hyping up what happened, and then all of a sudden, you cut to a few days later when Raquel filed the restraining order, and she was changing her whole tune. And they they keep harping on the fact that it's physically impossible for her to make a fist because of her nails. And I agreed with that until I saw that she kept changing her story. And she speaks Bravo. They are very honest, brutally honest. And I was like, okay, if she's saying it, it is not in my head. Sheena really did. I have a feeling she was a lot more aggressive with Raquel than she's leading on. She might have blacked out. I understand her rage. I understand. I understand it. But it was not okay at all to hit Raquel. And um, you can see on Raquel's eyebrow, that does look like a nail. It does look like a mark from a nail. You can tell. So, um, 
Yeah. So I just wanted to know if you felt that way. Well, I don't think that, I don't feel like, and it's going to sound very, very ironic me saying this because of what's just happened in the seven month affair, but I don't think Raquel, no offense to her again, I don't want to harp on her even more because I think enough people have, but I don't think she's clever enough to lie about that. And I don't think she, I think she's still a fairly honest person despite having this affair. Like, I don't think that if, if Sheena didn't punch her, she would say that for no reason. I just, I don't see that happening. Like, what does that add to anything, right? Like her and Sheena were friends and I don't, I don't know what the motive would be there because that's just going to further isolate her from everybody unless something happened and it really did hurt her and she was really upset about it. And maybe it was, you know, a quick reaction and she filed this uh, restraining order, whatever. Um, But I think she was also hurt by that, by Sheena turning on her. And I think that, you know, they were very, very close friends. And again, given everything that Raquel did, does she have the right to feel hurt by that? Probably not. But if I'm thinking about putting myself in her mindset, you know, somebody who you really care about or are close with attacking you, that would be quite traumatic, I think. I know that Sheena said the reason she reacted the way she did is because Raquel was so she was like, oh, I, I, I've been having, you know, you saw it. Yeah, the, she, yeah. the way she explained, the way she said, oh, you know, nonchalantly that yeah. she was just casually having an affair with Tom and they were just caught. That's what made Sheena so mad. And I fully understand it. I actually stopped being friends with someone in my 20s because mm-hmm. I found out that she had been sleeping with one of my friend's boyfriends years prior. Okay. And, and and they had they had already broken up and like we weren't friends anymore but i was so angry at my friend for cuz i would always stick up for her cuz it was it was yeah. sort of similar to this we were in our 20s so it wasn't as serious right um i understand that anger cuz you feel betrayed and also how could you be around all of us and do that to someone else like i get that yeah um Looking back, I think I was very dramatic about it. But again, I was in my 20s. I was a very dramatic. I was watching The Hills thinking I was, you know, you know, like I was always yeah. very dramatic. And I look back at some of the things I've said and done and I'm like, you know, um, but um, anyway, my point is I understand Sheena's anger, but I just really think that she made it pretty clear that I and I, ho- I hope she realizes this like and thank God. Raquel dropped the restraining order because I think Sheena was a lot more violent than she was saying. I think she was too. And it's funny that you bring up the Hills though, because I was thinking about how much reality, reality television has changed in the last like 20 years, because you think about the Hills and like that conversation between Tom and Ariana and how raw that was. We would have never got that on the hills. That would have been so scripted. So it's just, it's interesting to see now where it is and how far it's come and how different it is. Um, But yeah. Wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It reminded me of something else because I know you were busy today. I shared part of Kristen's podcast. Okay. And she said that for everybody who is insisting that this is edited and scripted. And she said, everybody has to know about reality TV. And she said, it's happened every season I've been on it. You film the show, but when the editors go to put everything together, 
if they didn't catch something on film or if they need something to be filled, like to make it make sense what you guys were saying to each other. She said, they'll have you come back and mm. refilm a scene. Okay. Not because they're being fake, but because they need it to make sense and they need it or they didn't catch it the first time. Oh, okay. so, so people were questioning parts of this episode that looked like they, yep. you know, also, I just saw right before you and I came on here when I was in outer space, not signing into our zoom, I was, um, I was in a uh, Bravo world and Ariana, not Ariana, Lala had made a post that people were pointing out that she was wearing a send it to Daryl sweatshirt. In I, saw that. I, I saw that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. And she said, her story is that guys that morning when I made that reel and everyone went crazy I knew we needed to make that shirt and I had them do it immediately and then I put it on oh, that's what she's okay. saying but people were questioning like wait a second why was she already wearing this sweatshirt was this you know scripted and you know but they're all insisting this was not scripted but and I, I think I don't think that they would take it this far. Like Raquel can probably never go to California ever again. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if it was scripted, I don't think that. Yeah, it's hard to but... say. I don't know. I think you're right. I think, um, I think parts of it, they did come back and film certain parts, but mm -hmm. I also think that, um, yeah, I, I don't even know. What was I going to say about, oh, I wanted to say about Lala. I found that Lala was very, almost subdued during that final episode like it was she was not like herself and I don't know if it if maybe she's just taking it down a notch or something but she seemed very much like calm you know what um <laughs> I somebody had said that they really didn't film her a lot and they were shocked because she yeah. and James yeah I almost wonder if producers told her to try to stay on the sideline because she had enough film time she really did this season yeah so they probably, I bet you they, they asked her to contain herself because yeah. this wasn't really about her. It really wasn't. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also shared a clip from Kristen's podcast. I think this might've been in my stories. I don't remember, but um, basically they were saying like, look, Lala and other people did suspect this was happening. And she said the producers did not know and hide it. She said they went to Ariana they asked Ariana if something was going on and she insisted nothing was going on. So they said, we have no proof and that's it. Mm. You know, oh, I think it was in the same reel. I shared it in the same reel. Gotcha. So, so a lot of these things, uh, well, I missed, I didn't even realize she was wearing a send it to Daryl sweatshirt, but, um, but a lot of these things people are questioning and it, you know, it seems like there is, you know, reasons behind why they're doing certain things. I thought the editing on this episode in the first five to 10 minutes was superb. Yeah, no, I thought it was too. I thought they did really, really good. I thought for it people was who, yeah, for people who haven't watched it and they're trying to get into it. It literally explained step-by-step step what yeah. happened. Yeah. But I also found when Ariana sat down, I found that she was quite calm talking about it. And I thought, you know, if this is happening right afterwards, then that's, you know, she seemed to almost kind of make a joke out of it. Like, Oh, are we ready? I don't know. You know, it seemed, but then obviously we got into the scene at home and it was a lot more intense, but um, yeah, 
tons of stuff. I think, um, I think my daughter's having a meltdown again. <laughs> so I may have to get going and cut this off. But um, we're going to meet again tomorrow, right? Sure. Okay. I think that's all I can do for tonight. Um, just because yeah, I've got a little one at home. It's PD day. But uh, yeah, we What's will PD talk day? professional What's... development for teachers. It's oh. uh, they take the day off and then the kids have no school. So yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. And let me know if you want to finish this later or tomorrow. Okay. Can... Sounds good. It was okay. good to see you. And for everybody listening, we shall see you tomorrow. Um, I'm glad that we were able to get something up though today and talk about that finale because there is so much to dissect and look at. And I think we're going to be busy this weekend doing that. So we yep. will see you all tomorrow. Um, Sheila and Maria signing off and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll check in again tomorrow. Okay. Bye. All right.